Podcasting from Baldwin, New York. Welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Bringing you everything Baldwin Athletics, including news, game breakdowns, analysis, interviews, and much, much more. Prepare for the laughs, hot takes, hard questions, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, ready to dive into everything Bruins sports. Isaiah Bell and Sophia Smith. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast, bringing you everything Baldwin Athletics. We are just about halfway through the fall sports season here, and at this halfway point, here are the current team standings. Varsity Volleyball is 2-3, Varsity Football is 1-1, Boys Varsity Soccer is 1-2-1, Girls Varsity Soccer is 0-5-1, Varsity Field Hockey is 0-8, and Girls Varsity Tennis is 3-2. Today on the show, we have our second coach interview with another fan favorite and a personal favorite of mine, Coach Mosca. After playing volleyball at Hofstra and being the assistant coach there, Mosca coached Our Lady Bruins for some time before taking a hiatus from the program. But she is back and currently in her third consecutive season as head coach for the Lady Bruins. She has a very impressive resume that we're about to dive into. Coach Mosca, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Um, so I want to talk about your roots with volleyball before we get into the current season. Growing up, did you you always have like a love for volleyball or like any like early memories like from high school that you can remember yes actually it started well before high school I started playing on the beach um, in California when I was about seven or eight that sounds mad cool it's mad cool. That's really cool. and so I didn't start playing indoor until my freshman year in high school which is right around the time that most kids start getting really into volleyball mm -hmm. on Long Island so that was pretty much it. Was that hard for you to to start playing on the like on wood after just playing in the sand for a while? I think it's easier to play indoor mm -hmm. because it's harder to run, jump, jump. play yeah. in the sand. But it was also just more fun to play with more people inside mm -hmm. as opposed to two people on the beach. So would you say that like being that you played from like like so young, like seven, eight years old, like your love for it has just really just like started to grow very early on? Yes, yeah. I loved it right away. I've played other sports too, but this was volleyball was a sport that I really gravitated towards. Mm -hmm. Do you do you feel like you can almost see that love that you had for the sport in the girls that you coach today? Yes, a lot of them I can see the same exact passion, drive, everything mm -hmm. that I had when I was their age. Yeah. So you know, you mentioned how you grew up in California. Getting an offer offer to play all across the country, like how was that for you? And, and did being on a team and in a team environment help ease the move to the East Coast? Yes, well, I had never been to the East Coast, like even for vacation or mm -hmm. anything like that before I went to Hofstra for my recruiting trip. And um, I just knew I wanted to go to the East Coast. You have seasons here, we mm -hmm. don't have seasons there. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, so we've changed <laughs> colors here. So, um, and I love the team. And so I think, even though I was a little nervous to move 3,000 miles away from home for college, I knew that I had, you know, 14 best friends mm -hmm. that I that would be around me all the time. And everybody on my team was actually from out of state as well, or out of the country. So okay. we were all in the same boat. That's cool. Did, did any of the other girls, like the 14 best friends, did, they, did any of them come from Cali also? One girl came mm -hmm. from California, but not in the same area, mm -hmm. you know, so I didn't know her. Yeah. What would you say to someone who is or is potentially thinking about making a big move for a sport that they love, just like you did? I would say it's just a great experience. You mm -hmm. meet all new people. You, you know, get to travel all over the place. Yeah. Um, it teaches you time management instantly mm -hmm. because you have to balance your 
schoolwork, obviously, which comes first, and yeah. then your sports schedule. And it's just an all-around good life experience. That's a solid answer. I feel like you could sell that to anybody right now. Thanks. All these kids are like, oh, psych, I'm going to, I'm going to California <laughs> Go for to college. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about your college volleyball days. How did playing in college change your play style, if at all, from when you played in high school? I think when you go to the college level it's just more about strategy mm-hmm. and everybody already knows how to play no one's learning how to play right so everybody's very talented it's just a matter of now coming together building new chemistry and learning different strategies that we didn't know in high school mm-hmm. which totally changes your game yeah do you feel like any of those new strategies or things that you learned when you were playing college you can use to coach your girls today yes i would say that every single drill I do mm-hmm. here at Baldwin High School with my girls it, are drills that we did at Hofstra. I do not use any of my high school drills for mm-hmm. the girls here. Yeah. So they're that that obviously they're up to that level and you expect them to be up to that like collegiate level of playing. Yeah, I have very high expectations for these girls. Mm-hmm. So you also, after you graduated, you were on the coaching staff of that team. How did that feel to be on the other side now and and directing people the same way that you were directed for four years? That was great. I really enjoyed the position. It was definitely difficult, though, because some of the girls that were on my team that were mm. still my best friends. Yeah, now you're much coaching family, them. Yeah. yeah, I'm telling them kind of do this and <laughs> that. And they're looking at me like, what? Who's talking oh, to me? Who's talking to me? Like mm. that, you know? Um, but we had respect for each other, and, and obviously I was an assistant coach, and I let the head coach kind of take all the – Yeah. I was a good cop. Mm-hmm. I want to talk we'll, – we'll get back to that, you know, having an assistant coach now and being an assistant right. coach. Um, but having coached both levels, collegiate and high school, besides obviously like play – like you know, skill level and playing style, do you see any other differences between the girls that you coached or assistant coached at Hofstra and here at Baldwin overall? No, I'd say it's pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, skill level's a little bit different, but as far as, you know, communication and how people react and, and that sort of thing, it's all pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to talk about last season. You had a great group of seniors that mm-hmm. really glued this team, or at least it really looked like they glued this team together. Um, was it hard in the beginning, back a couple weeks in March, trying to figure out who was going to fill in those spots that you graduated? Yeah, so we lost a lot of seniors. Mm-hmm. Um you know, they graduated and I was confident in the team that was coming back, but mm-hmm. we were, you know, missing some some key spots, yeah. positions, and so we had to do a little shuffling around. So I was a little bit nervous, but it all, you know, they had chemistry right away when mm-hmm. we came into tryouts, so yeah. I was happy with that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, you also had open gyms, which is a great environment mm-hmm. to, to try girls out in new spots. Do you feel like you utilize those for that kind of stuff? Yeah, like for instance, Caroline Mahler, uh, played middle last year for us and she's great on the outside and the right side mm-hmm. and she's also willing to play any position just to you know be play. on the court and yeah. help the team so she's what we in volleyball call a utility player and she can play anywhere shout out to caroline waller um so last season your team was successful you know besides your record and besides getting to the playoffs at the awards dinner your girls won all county all tourney all conference how how rewarding it is, is it as a coach to to see these girls that you know you give 110 percent to six days a week go on and then win these awards up against other really really great players in the county i'm just genuinely happy for them i think they earned them i think that they deserve the awards that they got and they put in the hours just like i do and you know it their hard work pays off so i like to when they get these awards they actually 
realize, mm -hmm. you know, yes, hard work pays off. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about your seniors currently. Trinity Malstad, she played on the right side hitting last year. How did it feel having her dominance and her skill on the court, knowing she was only a junior then and you were still going to have her for this year? So it was really exciting last year to see her dominate as a junior and knowing that she was coming back the next year, I was excited. You know, I, I was focused on that season, but knowing, hey, next season we have her, yeah, we're so lucky. For sure. So Trinity's also a utility player. She can play anywhere. And so um, it's just like it was last year that she's a part of the team and helping us yeah she was on my gym volleyball team and I don't think I've ever Lucky. liked gym volleyball more than when we had her um another current senior Brianna Espert who made really big plays as a junior very clutch plays she's back on the court this year um can you talk about her impact on the court I mean especially with the hops that she has definitely one of the most athletic volleyball players I think you have currently yeah, Brianna's one of the most athletic volleyball players I've ever had in my program. She actually just made Nassau County's top 25 this last week, mm -hmm. and um, she continues to be a leader. She's a captain this year, and she is always driven, always wants to do her best. Even if she's having an off game, she's ready to get the next ball, and she's just a natural leader. and A, a person that always wants to win, no mm -hmm. matter what the situation is. Yeah. She doesn't give up. And that's, that's really what you need in a good all-around player. Um, and also Candace Patances, who's playing libero for you for the second year in a row. Can you explain to our listeners um, what the libero is and why it's so important in volleyball? Yeah, so libero is a player who is allowed to go only in the back row. They're only allowed to swap out with two players. They're allowed to serve for one of those players. And the word libero means free in Spanish, so it's like a free-flying player mm -hmm. and they are basically the key to our defense mm -hmm. they How run you, the back row yeah and do you feel like Candace has has come into that role I you know she split it last year as a junior mm -hmm. how do you feel like her performance is as a senior in that role I think she's doing well I think you know she wants to be in that position mm -hmm. she wants to be on the court she's another captain of ours I think she is extremely vocal so she helps keep you know the team glued together when it seems like we're falling apart mm -hmm. and I think she's done a great job and wants to be there. Absolutely. Um, you have great players who also aren't seniors, specifically mm -hmm. uh, Kirsten Mahler and Ava Ryer. Can you talk about how necessary it is to have young girls on the team that will continue to build their skill level while on varsity? Yes, it's very important because, you know, when these seniors graduate, we, we have to have people mm -hmm. left with, with skill. And just being around the seniors, Ava, Kirsten, they – are learning so much and they are just building and building and building for next year yeah. you know yeah. and Ava is only a sophomore Kirsten's a junior mm -hmm. and both of them are extremely talented yeah so we just touched on all three of your captains Kirsten Candace and Brie what made you pick the three of them to be the captains this year I picked the three of them because I believe that they're natural leaders mm -hmm. I believe that they have really strong you know a really strong passion for volleyball a drive they're constantly coming to me in the off season asking how they can improve what they can do to help the team they also are three different completely different positions yeah. so they can help people of the same position mm -hmm. um alone or together and the three of them are usually on the court all the time mm -hmm. i think that's super important like like you mentioned having you know you have three different captains who play three different positions because like some girls are going to feel more comfortable going to one girl because they actually right. play that suit was that definitely something you were thinking about yeah, in the process was 
definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I want to talk about your current season. You're currently two and three. Um, your second game against Farmingdale a couple of weeks ago was an easy three-set win. What do you think contributed to the success of that game, even though it was very early in this super weird season? Right. I think the girls were fired up. Mm-hmm. It was our first game. They were ready to, to go. And I just think they had this mentality that they weren't going to let anybody stop them from winning. It was actually a pretty tough game at certain points mm-hmm. and they were really resilient. Speaking of tough games, talking to a bunch of your girls, they felt like your 3-0 loss to Massapequa was one of the best games that they've had. So hearing that, I was kind of caught off guard at first. I was like, you lost, you, you didn't even get a set in, yet a lot of you were saying that you played hard and it was a great game. Can you tell us about that game? Yes, they are absolutely right. I was so proud that we lost 3-0 and it was the best we've played this season. Mm-hmm. They were just going after every single ball getting digs that we have yet to see you know this season they were blocking they were swinging you know we got outplayed uh we let our lead up a few times but they had a great great game i left that game knowing they gave 100 percent. and this is why i like mosca and this is why everyone loves mosca <laughs> because you can get beat not even winning a set and she's gonna see the positives and pull them out and um really emphasize those um so often like possibly in a loss a team will play down to their opponent because that's where the opponent is playing and that can end up hurting you in the long run from the sideline how do you get your girls out of that and you're like hey like this is your team this is how you play don't don't play down to them right we kind of encountered that last night and our team is guilty of doing just that Mm -hmm. which is playing to the opponents i hope they're listening yeah i hope they're listening Um, and I know we're better than, you know, the teams that we're, we're losing to. You know, we, we hung with a lot of these teams. Um, unfortunately, last night we played, you know, down below our ability, and it showed right off the bat. And I think the girls learned a valuable lesson that if they if they don't show up ready to, you know, tear through these teams, we're going to get ourselves in a rut and not mm-hmm. be able to pull ourselves out of them necessarily. Yeah. So speaking of last night, lost 3-0. First set ended 5:25, I think. Second set a little bit better, 18:25, and ultimately did not come out on top. What do you think worked and what didn't work? If anything worked, I'm gonna let Moscow be real honest here. You know, I think in that first set they were shocked because we were stuck in one rotation for 15 points, and that's never happened mm-hmm. to us ever. That's never happened. I don't think I've ever seen that before mm-hmm. in my life. So, um, you know, no matter how many timeouts, no matter how many substitutions. Yeah. We were stuck. And I just told the girls, you know, the best thing about volleyball is this is one game mm-hmm. and it's best of five. You yeah. know, first to get to three sets. So you lose one set, you better come back on fire the next set. Uh-huh. Um, but unfortunately, as you know, as an athlete, sometimes the energy from that last game or that last play can f- mm-hmm. flow throughout the rest of the game. And unfortunately, you know, we got beat and um, we're already looking forward to seeing them again at their house. For sure. Um so like you said a lot of things didn't work yesterday you know you got in that funk in a year where games are happening more frequently in a shorter amount of time how do you use um practice time to really like work on those areas even if it's like a day between games 
you know, the beginning of the year, you're working more on like skill and strategy and just let's make sure we all can kind of work together. Now, at this point, you know, with one practice in between two really, really important games, we do a lot of gameplay, a lot of stopping of the ball. What went wrong here? What's going well here? How does this combination work? So it's really just prepping for the next game and how we're going to show up and play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do you feel like there are things that you would do in, in past seasons that you just really haven't had the time to do this year? Yeah, I think everything, it's such a shortened season. Um, you know, there's a lot of, the girls are happy. There's less conditioning because I don't yeah. have enough time for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I show them on that one. Yeah, but um, yeah, there's just certain certain skills that you wish you had more time to work on, but you don't because you have to get other things in to right. get on to the next game. Yeah. Um, last year you were quoted talking about the overall struggle with serving and I heard about those serving practices. Um, <laughs> how is it going this year in that sense? We started off um, struggling big time mm -hmm. and every single practice we're working more on serve and serve receive and last night was a big improvement in the serving area. Yeah. All right, so again, pulling out a positive from an otherwise pretty tough loss. Um, last year, it seemed like from head to toe, your team was confident in themselves and confident as a group. Um, how much of your role as a coach is instilling confidence in them before every game, during every practice? I would say I'm tough on them a lot, mm -hmm. but I know that they know I love them to death, yeah. and I tell them that they're good, and I tell them they have so much potential, and they're amazing athletes, yeah. and I hope they truly believe that because I do and I think just through practice and them hearing me coach them and and taking them through things that they they know you know I'm right there with them we lose together we win together mm -hmm. it's on all of us and and I think they know that yeah last year this confidence got you guys through your quarterfinal uh playoff game at home into the semifinal game that game started off 2-0 with you guys on the lower end what got you guys through that third set to get that third set win well, there's one person on the sideline <laughs> named Sophia Smith who was totally Off amping up the uh, totally uh, yeah totally unplanned, right? Oh yeah, totally getting the crowd going. Totally peer pressured. Peer pressured <laughs> yeah. into it, right? Mm -hmm. And I just think between the crowd being absolutely nutty and <laughs> energized, and the girls just really wanting to to um, you know play harder and possibly win got us got us going there yeah i mean that was very exciting yeah i, I was happy too i mean it looked like they all looked like they could win i mean looking at who it was a syosset in the semifinal so then how do you feel about that rivalry with syosset continuing into this season where there's a little bit of redemption about that game yeah you know i was excited to play them last night because of our ongoing rivalry and i think that we're usually a really good matchup it's usually point for point with that team so that's why it's so much fun to play against them mm -hmm. Um, last night obviously didn't go as expected, but we are ready to rock and roll the next time we see them. Yeah, so right now, March 25th, the season's about halfway done. What do you see on this horizon for the rest of it? I think we're looking stronger every single practice, and I'm looking forward to just seeing where, you know, the girls can go each game. Mm -hmm. And we're excited to play everybody again, Yeah, you know, and even stronger this time. Mm -hmm. Last year, your middle was, was really strong. Do you still feel that way about this year, or, or is there another aspect of the play that is really rose to the occasion? Our middles have always been pretty strong, specifically in blocking, and I think our outside hitters have to rise to the occasion this year because mm -hmm. we've had a couple health issues on our team yep. that has removed people from certain positions. Mm -hmm. So we're all kind of picking up 
where yeah. we can. Yeah, definitely giving people the opportunity to, to step up and, and show that they want it. Um, so this year, you also have Coach Coiro as your assistant coach. Yes. How has it been having uh, some extra help on the sidelines? It's so nice. Um, she's a great addition to our family, our team. She is an extra set of hands. She's a calming voice for the kids. She is, like I like to say, the good cop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, I just think the girls are enjoying her on the sidelines and her presence at practice, and she's just like a breath of fresh air yeah, for is, the program. Is it helpful to have another point of view when sometimes you know you can get lost in the game or lost in the practice, and, and maybe she sees something that you don't see? Yeah, right. So she has um, she she basically takes stats on the other team's hitting. Mm -hmm. You know, so sometimes if I'm fully immersed in what's happening on our side of the court, she's kind of monitoring more what's happening on the other side and we meet together and it's just such a good you know combination yeah. of communication and just a really good match yeah. I, I really enjoy working sounds with like her. you you found the balance and it's working well yeah um before we get to our unbearable questions I want to touch on like how you kind of bring your teaching skills into volleyball being the mindfulness teacher and the health teacher um you've had Halloween costume practice you do yoga and meditation in your practices mm -hmm. how does this healthy balance contribute to better all better overall uh play and, and more wins well, I just think it's important for these girls to know that although we all love and are obsessed with volleyball and we all want to be on the court, it's important to just be a well-rounded person, um, to be a healthy person. And so we we like to incorporate these things. Obviously, this shortened season, we haven't been able to do all the yoga and mindfulness mm -hmm. and stuff. We, we did maybe one session of mindfulness so far. Um, and I think the girls enjoy it, but that, you know, it's not always just about volleyball. Right, yeah. I, I definitely get jealous when I see your girls going to the gym with yoga mats, and I'm like, I'm about to go run for 15 minutes outside. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's time for our unbearable questions. At the Ooh. end of every interview, we do these. Uh -oh. um, so first, Isaiah's unbearable question. Pre-game meal, playing or coaching, I'll let you decide. What is the pre-game meal that you have to have? Ooh, well, I have to have coffee. Okay. That's on a meal. It's a I, ice or hot? Uh, right now, mm -hmm. I've been leaning more towards hot, but yesterday was cold, so okay. that's why we lost. Oh, you never know. You know, superstitious. It might be that. Um, Pre-game meal. Well, I recently went vegan, so. No way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Are you vegan? No. Our friend Ava Bandel would love I that, know, though. I know. I should text her. Um, so, I usually like you know avocado toast yeah. before a game mm -hmm. with with everything bagel spice so from trader go. joe's from trader joe's that's the way wow one vegan yeah that's interesting it's only been three weeks so oh don't, don't get your no no up. you got it <laughs> um and then for my unbearable question um let's take it back to your your hofstra uh, college volleyball days mm -hmm. what is that walkout song for when you get called starting lineup april mosca like what is that song that's 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 got to play when you're walking out on the court um, date myself. Mm -hmm. I'm just a sucker for Eye of the Tiger. Really? Yes. Okay, well, that's like a good one. Like, that's like a solid, like, yeah. Yeah. I like so that. That's pick. it. Mm -hmm. I love it. And then, what about for coaching this year? If you if you got to be announced? Well, I will first off say that I, I do not know any songs on their warm up nice. music. Nice. So it would not be any of those. Mm -hmm. Would it still be Eye of the Tiger? Uh, maybe that, or, <laughs> or simply the best, mm -hmm. Tina Turner. Nice. <laughs> All right, Coach Mosca, thank you so much for coming on. We wish you much luck with the rest of the season. Aw, thank you for having me. Sure. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of the Bald and Bruins Sports Podcast. Don't forget, you can get all information about the show on our Instagram, at Bruins Podcast. Stay tuned for the rest of our fall season, and then we will start our spring season interviews. 
Thank you for listening to this edition of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all streaming platforms. Check us out on Instagram at Bruins Podcast. Join us next time for more news, analysis, interviews, and everything Baldwin Sports.